0: Hey, no competitions. Hey, no competitions. What's up? What's up, everybody? You know what I'm saying? It's been a minute, so what's up, everybody? You know, today is my 10th episode. You know, it should be a little bit more. We're going to try to get a little bit more episodes going, so that way I can do it a little bit more frequently, so that way the news can get to you a little bit more. Uh, Just been a little bit busy lately, but what's up, everybody? This is your host, Big T, a.k.a. I'm Terrence Tinnen, co- founder and creator of No Competitions, No Competitors, the brand. And you are listening to No Comp, the podcast, uh, sports and health, wellness podcast, health, wellness, sports, whichever one you want to go first. I always say either is fine with me because we're going to make sure we discuss both topics in each segment. So we're going to go ahead and jump into what tonight's episode is about. In tonight's episode, I'm going to list this one, the draft episode. And I say that because I'm going to talk about two different draft subjects. Uh, And I'm talking about WNBA and the NFL. We're going to start with the WNBA because the women did lead the way with having the first successful virtual draft. Uh... On Friday, the 17th of this month, uh, they were able to have the first successful virtual draft. um, And 36 talented women had the opportunity to, you know, achieve the dream of a lifetime. You know, as so far as playing for a professional team, you know, getting the opportunities, some dreams they may have had as a child uh we know it it uh, and it's something that you work hard at so it's definitely a dream come true whether it was a childhood dream or it became a dream during the time uh you got to that point but at the end of the day um these women were very talented 36 women got the opportunity to be drafted also the WNBA did a very special thing so far as uh doing some honorary picks for the victims uh in the helicopter crash this past year involving legendary basketball player, Kobe Bryant, which I will speak on in one of my episodes, because if anybody know me, they know for a long time, for a long, long time, I've been a Lakers fan. And so, you know, and Kobe was one of the biggest reasons of that. Uh, And I will take the time to speak on that. Maybe I'll have an extra guest with me. Most likely it'll be... uh, Adrian Perry, so you know, I had him on the show once once before uh, where we was talking about the NFL. He was discussing his Detroit Lions. Uh, I'm pretty sure he'll want to be on that episode we discussing Kobe. So, uh, but to get back to the special ladies that made it, you know, some some very talented ladies in this draft. Uh, just by just just a little detail on that, uh, the actually the number one pick in Sabrina. Uh long skew. Now we talking about some legendary talent. This lady this lady right here, this amazing lady, amazing athlete, uh set some, some records in NCAA that it's gonna be really hard for some people to get to, uh say in the future. So she really set the ball on play this year and there was no no underestimatements uh understatements on why She was the number one draft pick, so uh, I think everybody had an understanding of why she went first. Uh, Also, again, uh, you know, just a little bit more detail about the draft. You had three Oregon players go in the first round in the WNBA draft this year. Just so, just just, that says a lot about the Oregon program. You know, also, it was some tweets about that that about that you know some folks uh pretty much fans of the of the w of the women's basketball program in oregon just stating on because they had three players in the draft uh first round drafted that meant that they had the talent to really go all the way in the championship that was supposed to take place uh but you know that just like i spoke on the the Florida State basketball team, like when I uh, one of these one of the past episodes, when I was t- telling you guys about how the a committee in Florida was trying to say that because Florida State had the most potential to win, that they should they should have been the national championships, and they was even calling them the national championships. And it wasn't official, and it wasn't submitted officially by. The NCAA, but you know that's that uh, I, that was an actual thing. Go and go and read that, look it up. But you know, uh and that was the same case for the Oregon ladies that got drafted in the first round of WNBA. Some folks were saying that, but we all know, you know, the possibilities in these college basketball games is 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 crazy. So you can't can't nobody really be, a, you know, a real a real lock. So. Uh, but some a lot of interesting things going on in the WNBA, uh, especially once we all figure out what's going on with these seasons. Uh, I'm sure the WNBA will be ending that season this year and uh going getting ready for next season. But you know, just a, still a lot of excitement going into next year with the the new faces that we got out here. Some of these new contracts that they have, uh, getting more incentive to play harder, uh give them more, they're more relaxed to play, you know what I'm saying, we get the opportunity to see their actual talent with the pay increase they was able to receive uh, maybe, maybe they get the chance to uh, less players have to especially star players having to go overseas and play all year round basketball, um, I spoke on that once se- one series before, uh, but you know, a lot of exciting things going into this upcoming season for the WNBA uh, one fact that you have, you're going to have three sisters playing in the league this year uh could have been four could have been four i'm gonna speak on that also a little bit more uh one sister made it to her commentating actually due to a uh injury that that she was that she's currently still kind of dealing with but it seems like commentating is going to be her thing but uh and she's and it seems like all four sisters are great at everything they do but I'm going to speak on the Four Sisters in a separate episode just to give them more, more light, just to give those ladies more light to themselves because that is an amazing thing that Four Sisters uh, are getting the opportunity to play in the WNBA. But, you know, just to speak on that alone, like I was saying, just a lot of talent getting ready to come up in this WNBA and get ready to play in this WNBA. But we're going to get ready to go ahead and move on to the next subject would be the next successful draft recent draft that we just had which is the NFL draft another successful virtual draft uh which i mean on both drafts wouldn't didn't really see it being a hard transition to make both drafts just off the fact that you know uh a lot of times these drafts involve Phone calls, if that person would prefer to be with their family and not be out, uh, you know, in Vegas or New York or wherever they wherever they decide to have the draft set these years. or oh, I know they was planning to change it from New York, so. Uh, but either way, I thought that I knew the transition wouldn't be too hard because uh, most of the most of them are calls anyway, so it wasn't gonna be much of a hard transition. But just to go ahead and discuss this first round that's all I'm, I'm gonna be really discussing tonight is the first round um I discuss more about the teams and their draft picks when I get get to the point of discussing the teams with in depth uh like I was saying when I get close to the season uh because the NFL has not failed to continue to entertain you know a lot of stuff going on uh I'm probably sure, pretty sure, when I'm speaking on guests, I'll have uh, Jarvis back on. So, uh, uh, Mister, I, I told him he should change his name to Mister Buccaneer because you know he he was going crazy when when they when we all realized that Gronk was coming back and he got traded to the Buccaneers. Uh, pending. A physical, so I'm pretty sure they they'll want Gronk on that team. So we sure, we all know how that that physical is gonna go. So uh, I'm sure Gronk will be a Buccaneer uh, this year, but I'm sure he'll want to be on to talk about his Buccaneers. So uh, look out for him being on that episode. But uh, uh, we'll be discussing a lot more teams closer to uh, preseason time so that way we can give those teams a little bit more light on what they have uh, and because they have a a fuller roster you know who they may keep who they may still have available to trade uh, it's just a lot goes into each separate team so you know I want to make sure I get all the information and everything correct before I even put that information out there so uh, tonight, I'm going to just be discussing the first round and just go through each pick in the first round and just give my, my opinion on each pick in the first round, you know, just to shed a little light on that. So, uh, and to start off the first round, uh, we, and before I even start off, you know, let me make this comment again right here. I did not agree with this first round. And I say that because... I know we are dealing with a crisis right now and a lot of stuff had to stop so far as uh, physical showcases with these with these younger players coming out, coming up to the NFL. So I feel like a lot of opinions were swayed by these college analysts and these analysts that do the draft and mock drafts and stuff like that. And I feel like too much attention was paid on those guys because of the crisis that was going on. And that's why I just really didn't opinion my opinion so far. I just really didn't agree with that first round that happened. So I'm going to just speak a little bit about the first round, but, uh, I'm most likely a stop at some of the decisions I felt was, was mind blowing. Uh, so round one first pick Cincinnati with the first pick quarterback Joe Burrow we all knew that was going to happen of course Joe Burrow was best quarterback in college football last year Uh, no brainer at the moment so Cincinnati having the first pick and needing a quarterback uh, because they had already made the decision that they wasn't going to go with Dalton so the next big thing you kept your receivers you need a quarterback I agree with that. You get the best quarterback in the draft. I agree with that. Uh So, then we go to number two, which is Washington. And they go Chase Young. Now, Washington, you had a lot of issues last year with offensive line. So, my the my decision on that pick is why go with Chase Young at that time? Because I just I understand he's the next best talent, but why not go for the best talent at the position you need which was offensive line in my opinion? They struggled to protect whatever who what what whoever was back there at quarterback last year. So you would think that they would, they would at least try to get the best player at offensive line. But, you know, hey, I know a lot of times, like this was one of those decisions I felt was swayed by just really everybody, the media, because the, I don't agree with the Chase Young even being that high of a pick. Uh, a lot of hype was into that, in my opinion. So, you know, he didn't really show a lot. You show me a player who got who gets – officially suspended by the NCAA for violating the NCAA rule and then get suspended three games, turns around, and can still become, you know, uh, a defensive player of the year. So that, that, that blows my mind. So, uh, But I'm going to move on. But Washington, that, that seemed like a, a pick that was persuaded by analysts to me and not based off what you needed. Detroit with uh, a cornerback Jeff aduca from Ohio State uh that pick right there Detroit yeah they need some defensive players but Detroit what about a running back uh you 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 yet to have a run game uh Patricia I understand you're a defensive minded coach and you you want that defense to be strong the defense win championships yes they do yes they do but you need some offense because too many games came down to the offense not being able to put up no points, too many games, and the offense is struggling too much. You get a star player and you want to ride that player too much, so I think they should have worked on the run game, maybe you know they could have got an offense alignment also, but they need to figure out something so far as offensively and what they can do to get that offense together. New York offensive tackle Andrew Thomas from Georgia. I I definitely agree with that. You know, New York was offensive line was terrible. Terrible. Uh so I agree with that pick from New York. Miami quarterback Tua Toga Voloa, from Alabama, Miami, why, why, why? You could have took love. I would have took love. Uh, and I'm talking about love. Quarterback from Utah, Utah State. I would have definitely took love. They they let they let Green Bay steal them. But I'm not sure what was the plan, what's the plan with Tua for, for the Dolphins. Uh, you got. Fitzpatrick at starting quarterback right now. So, it's too healthy? Is he going to stay healthy? Too many injuries for me. Uh, and not to say just because somebody get injured, injured they don't deserve a chance. But we're talking about the first round of the draft. Come on, Dolphins. Come on now. I mean, what what you saving them up for? I'm not sure how many Alabama quarterbacks have came out and just wowed everybody in this league. But, uh, you know, since I've been watching football, and I love college football, mm-hmm. I haven't seen too many Alabama quarterbacks make that transition too well. So, I just don't know what makes Tua any any different. But, hey, you know, it's Miami's pick. They they was, I, I agree that they needed a quarterback, but based off Tua's Injury and based off the fact that you know Alabama quarterbacks are always blessed with so much talent around them, uh, I just don't agree with Alabama quarterbacks and I don't agree with that pick just off his injury history. Uh, the Chargers with Justin Hubert, uh, Chargers needed a quarterback, uh, hmm, Hubert. Hubert's not a bad quarterback, but Hubert, it's just a lot of things about him that need some work. They got Tyrod Taylor, maybe. They let Tyrod Taylor play. and Maybe it'll be in a situation like Cleveland if something happens to him or if they feel that Hubert's ready, then they go ahead and place him in there and take Tyrod out. Maybe Tyrod plays the whole season and Hubert gets a chance to just learn. But I'm just iffy with the Oregon quarterbacks team because, you know, Hubert was supposed to be the guy coming out of this draft but then just had a – this past year, he just had a terrible – not terrible, but, you know, he played good in that senior bowl towards the end of the season. He did play good in that game. But uh, just just the season, based off his season his season prior, it wasn't – you know what I'm saying? It didn't match up to it. But, you know, still a good quarterback. Chargers needs a quarterback. I don't disagree with that pick. Uh, okay, the Panthers select D-tackle Derrick Brown from Auburn. Okay, Panthers, I, I I don't disagree with that pick, Panthers, because, you know, Panthers need some, some defensive linemen. Panthers do. They lost some D-linemen. They lost a linebacker. Legendary linebacker Luke Keekly, so you know they gonna need some help clogging up that middle and stopping that run. So I don't disagree with that pick. Why not go get Derek Brown uh, from Auburn? Derek Brown was balling last year uh, in the middle of that line for Auburn. So I don't disagree, I don't disagree with that. Panthers uh, Arizona gonna get Isaiah Simmons, Isaiah playmaker from Clemen, from Clemson. I don't disagree with that one. Arizona, that was a good pick. Uh, Isaiah can play up to three different positions, and Arizona seemed like they needed uh, a few. Just They seemed like last year on that defense they were just missing a few things. So I would have went with offensive lineman to help Kyle Murray because he had to do a whole bunch of running around. But they needed some defense, too. Maybe they felt like some more offensive linemen would have been left in the draft. But I'm sure uh, if they can redo it, they probably would have got offensive linemen. I would have. Jacksonville went quarterback, C.J. Henderson from Florida. Don't disagree with that. They just lost uh, their star cornerback to the Rams. So why not go and get another cornerback? I don't disagree with that one, Jacksonville. Though they do need some defensive linemen, uh, they need a whole lot of defensive linemen. Gave up a lot of defensive talent on they gave up some veteran defensive talent on their D line. So, uh, but getting a cornerback to try to maybe hope that hope that he plays somewhat up to Ramsey's level. That's what we hoping. Uh, Cleveland with offensive tackle Jedrick. Wills from Alabama. There was I don't disagree with that pick. Cleveland needed some help on the offensive line. That was a great pick from Cleveland. New York Jets, offensive tackle. Uh, Makai, Becton, Louisville. I don't disagree with that one. They needed an offensive line. Uh, the Raiders went wide receiver Henry Ruggs from Alabama. great pick. The Raiders did need a wide receiver, needed another number one. Ruggs can definitely be a number one. Uh, a lot of Alabama wide receivers make good transitions from uh, that Nick Saban offense to the league, so you usually get a lot of guys who be NFL ready and can move. So I don't disagree with that. Las Vegas needs a wide receiver. Tampa Bay, uh, that Indiana via that San Francisco trade, whatever they had going on right there. Uh, San Francisco went in that trade and well tampa bay had it and got off tackle with Tristan Wirfs from Iowa that was a good pick trying to protect Tom Brady you know he getting a little older uh San Francisco picked up D lineman Javon Kenlaw. San Francisco I thought could have went wide receiver in the first round due to the fact that they needed a little bit more help at wide receiver maybe they could have got Jared Judy or somebody, but instead, you know. Uh I don't disagree with Javar Kenlaw though. Uh that that's that's a good pick. Uh Lado, good player for South Carolina, uh got a good motor. So I don't disagree with the pick I'll just cause I don't first of all I don't disagree with none of these fellas getting the an opportunity. But it's just certain places they go. I don't want them to get an opportunity somewhere where they may end up being somewhere else because, you know, that team was already full at that spot or didn't really necessarily need that pick, so end up trying to make up for what they missed out on. But we're going to move on. Denver uh, ended up getting Jerry Judy. That's going to be a lot of help. Like I was talking about, the wide receivers from Alabama used to make good transitions. So that was a good pick. Atlanta. Went cornerback AJ Terrell from Clemson. Uh, I'm not a big fan, in my opinion, I'm not a big fan of Clemson quarterbacks in the league. So uh, I know I'm going to have a big issue with uh, Big Skull with that one. You know, he's going to have an issue with that one right there. So uh, next episode, I have him on. I'm sure he's going to make a comment about that one. But not a big fan of Clemson cornerbacks. Also, well, Atlanta did get rid of their star quarterback. Wasn't really much of a star because every, t- every game I was watching him, he was getting done up. So I don't know how much of a star he was. Also wearing Dion's number. But uh, they did replace something they missed out on. So they did re- re- They replaced something. Uh, Dan Quinn, defensive-minded coach. I understand you defensive-minded also. But w- needs to they need to need to be working on the offense also uh, maybe should have got uh, maybe a good maybe a good running back I know they got uh, Gurley but that's only for one year and we don't know what t- what Gurley we gonna see like I discussed on one of my previous episodes d- discussing uh free agency and the trades and everything like that but we don't know what Gurley we gonna see I think they should have maybe went um, maybe running back in that that one they did need to replace some folks missing on the defense, but Clemson cornerbacks I just don't agree with that. There's just something about them. Uh, moving on, Dallas went C.D. Lamb. Dallas, okay, you you went with the Oklahoma receiver, of course. Why not keep it all close together? Uh, and that's my opinion. Uh, C.D. Lamb was a good receiver, but. Dallas, come on now. We all know y'all need defense in that first round. Every Dallas fan know y'all need defense. What was that? We all know y'all need defense. Uh, but I, I mean, I like guess it wasn't a, it wasn't a bad pick. But we all, anybody that that Dallas fans, anybody else that watch football, know that it was that defense was needed in that first round. So it was just a lot of craziness. Uh, that really blew my mind. Uh, next pick: offensive tackle, offensive lineman Austin Jackson. That was a good pick. Or uh, cornerback Damon Arnett from Ohio State. That was a good pick. Uh, Edge rusher Clavon Chassian was a good pick. I did like Clavon. He was he was a uh, he was a he was he had a good motor. If anybody didn't know who he was, number 18 for LSU on that uh defensive end, he was a, a he was a he now he, he was an animal now. He he knew how to work his hands and he was gonna go uh relentless. i going to go through, he getting to he trying to get to that quarterback, he was gonna do whatever was necessary. Uh, Philly went with Jalen. Rager, I don't know what that was about. Dude only had forty catches, six hundred yards. Uh, analyst was trying to compare him to a lot of players, other, a lot of the other receivers that was coming out, which was just blowing my mind. Cause it, and that was one of those analyst picks I felt like from Philly because I don't, I don't know if you was planning to trade him, that you should have just went on here and picked, selected what you wanted. Uh, next was Justin Jefferson Uh, Minnesota went and picked him up right after that so went and picked up the best receiver in my opinion right after that a lot of the other receivers ahead of him were some good receivers but this dude made it happen with three other receivers that was up to to par just with him you know so uh, along with Alabama receivers, too, yeah. So I'm, I ain't gonna disrespect Alabama receivers. So uh, next, the Chargers went got Kenneth Murray at linebacker. Why not go get the best linebacker in the draft? I don't disagree with that. Uh, New Orleans with offensive line with Caesar Ruiz from Michigan. So I don't disagree with that. Try to get try to get that quarterback some more protection. So. I don't disagree with that. New Orleans, uh, they did struggle a little bit with some with some different fronts last year in the offensive line, so I don't disagree with that. Maybe get some smaller, quicker guys in there. Uh, San Francisco went Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. Actually, I thought Ayuk may have went. I thought Philly may have would have got him, or at least Justin Jefferson, but Philly went their own way. So uh, Green Bay. Went Jordan Love, and a lot of people said that Aaron Rodgers was hot about this pick. Like, come on, Aaron Rodgers, stop it! Didn't you come in when Brett Favre was around the age you at right now, and you sat behind him for a few years? You don't think Brett Favre was feeling some type of way? But when you just had a mindset you had uh, coming into the league underneath underneath a legendary quarterback, you know what I'm saying? That confidence that you had coming up and you know what I'm saying? You want him to have that same confidence or have a different mindset that it come at it a different way. Don't 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 have the facts be that you're upset about a pick. You know what I'm saying? Just like Ben Roethlisberger feeling some type of way about their draft pick, then let the guy go out here and get butchered. You know what I'm saying? Come on, help this dude out come on y'all these old these old dudes man they getting crazy and that just shows you how much the nfl has just gave these quarterbacks you know they just gave these guys so much leeway on stuff that they just feel like they entitled to to certain things you know like their career ain't never gonna end or they don't have to give that arm that their hand out or nothing like that you know and it's crazy that's just how much spotlight the NFL or football has just given that position. Any other position, you know, you, you looking at to help anybody that come up under you. But that that's one position that you got to feel like it, I'm the leader and, you know, I can't have no competition up under me. And your mindset's so messed up when somebody is behind you. That you play bad. Just think about that. That that got that's got to change. So far, that this, everybody got to know that if somebody better than you, they gonna come in, and that's that. You play good, you get guaranteed. You get guaranteed money. You get guaranteed contracts. People giving you three years. That's guarantee you. You know what I'm saying? A job that's letting them know that you know, if they gave you that contract, they feeling that in them years that they gave you they going to get that same production that same play so i feel like we got to treat these quarterbacks the same way if they if they start messing up and not even just the lower level quarterbacks the high level quarterbacks too cuz some some of these quarterbacks play have fallen and but people don't want to discuss that so because they favorites but you know i i like the pick He had Aaron Rodgers got his chance behind a great quarterback. Now, Jordan Love get a chance behind a great quarterback. So, I don't disagree with that. Green Bay was thinking long-term, short-term, yes, they should have got a receiver. Now, I'm not crazy. They should have got a receiver, yes, to help Aaron Rodgers out. But they were thinking long-term, I don't disagree with the pick. I only spoke on what I spoke on because... That was a crazy mindset to have for Aaron Rodgers, uh, especially in this dead age. But uh, they definitely should have went receivers to try to help him out a little bit more. Seattle went linebacker Jordan Brooks from Texas Tech. Baltimore went linebacker Patrick Queen from LSU. The LSU linebackers be fast, so Baltimore want to add some speed on that defense. They already added some extra faces and some, some some growth to that defensive line, so hey, it's about to be for them for the Ravens. Maybe we'll see that, that old Ravens defense. But they ain't got no captain out there like Ray was. So when they get one of those out there then I believe it. Uh Tennessee one offensive line, Isaiah Wilson, uh I I agree with that. Why not? You just gave your quarterback a big contract, so why not go and get him some protection. Uh Miami went cornerback. Noah I don't wanna butch this guy's name, so uh, <laughs> uh the cornerback from Auburn. Uh Minnesota went cornerback Jeff Gladney from TCU. Kansas City at last pick went running back Clyde Edwards Hilaire from LSU. Um Don't disagree with those last few Picks uh really picks that I think those are when, get, when you get to multiple picks In the draft you start Picking at least what you Need uh it just depends on A lot of are you really Making the necessary moves Uh and picking What you need at multiple positions Instead of just what you need here and there And just getting a big face or a big name So um it's a lot that goes into the thinking of it. So I don't my opinions a lot of time. I just these are just my opinions. I don't wanna I'm not saying as in this is a buffoon move, this is all my opinions on these on these things because I watch I watch a lot of football so I just think that maybe a lot of moves they made should have been different, so but we'll discuss a little bit more about the draft more draft picks more team info and stuff like that when i when we get a little bit closer to the season because nfl has already announced ain't nothing stopping with them they keeping it going and we all happy about that uh though we are hoping that they are still being cautious so far as what is going on out here in the world because this crisis was enough to stop everything. So. You know, we want to make sure that we're still being safe out here and still keeping everybody safe and still keeping those precautions going so that way nobody is getting harmed by anything out here. Uh, So I'm sure that the NFL will take all precautions so far before anybody even considers touching the facilities. So I know, you know, when you're a billion-dollar organization, you got to take those precautions and make those precautions, you know, too many too many things happening because that money can do dwindle real fast if you got too many cases of uh covid going on especially under your watch uh so but outside of that they did discuss that everything was still on schedule um because also a lot of things were discussed so far i did see in some news in the past week, uh, some places we're talking about opening up this past week weekend, so uh, we'll see how that goes in the next few months, I know a lot of people it's been a big debate about staying in, staying out, so we'll see how that goes, but on to the health and wellness segment of this episode ladies and gentlemen and one of the and the main thing about this health and wellness episode tonight we're going to discuss about one of the easiest things you can do to achieve a healthy lifestyle, a consistent healthy lifestyle. And the, one of the easiest things you can do to do, achieve that is walking. Uh, also, I made a post about this on my page. Uh, anytime you want to see anything on my page so far as my social page is Facebook. It is No Comp And I Instagram is at no comp, no competition. You can find it on no competitions, no competitors. (laughs) Uh, walking is one of the easiest things you can do. Okay, all right, and I'm just gonna get and I'm just getting you guys some extra information on that uh so far some easier things, and one of the easiest things I did see was that it also goes into those thirty minutes I was discussing with you guys one of the episodes back why I discussed that you know thirty minutes could easily help you out, guys out with anything so far as whatever routine you guys want to do. Thirty minutes of exercising. But tonight we're just discussing walking. Rather it's you know, right now we can't really do no groups and nothing like that, which is easier because you know a lot of people was a lot of people find that kinda of a little bit you know, I'm more of a solo workout type of person, but you know, a lot of some people, you know, they the, the opportunity to talk to somebody, relieve themselves so far as just a day, uh, a rough day they had or something like that. But walking is just one of the easiest things you can do. Uh, not too much to it, whether you just walking somewhere, setting setting a distance to go, maybe just setting a time. But it's just one of the easiest things you can do. And I know it's one of the hard. It's hard to do that right now, especially with everybody supposed to be in the house. But you know, I say just take the time to do so. I know they also caution a lot of people about walking right now during this crisis, and how it can spread a little bit more. Uh, But then again, you know, it 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 start comes to a point where you, you know, you start considering, you know, what what could you do? I know we all supposed to stay safe, stay in the house, but you know, you still gotta. You still got to get out, breathe some fresh air. You still got to do certain things. So I would suggest walking be one of the easiest things. And I would suggest uh, those doing that because it's just so easy and it's just so convenient to do. inexpensive. You don't need much to walk. Uh, You can just walk around your neighborhood, go to a park and walk. Uh, I know a lot of parks are closed right now. Some parks are still open, maybe just closed at a certain time. So, you know. get get a chance to do so. Also, I'm going to discuss about the COVID issue that we're going through right now, the COVID-19 issue. And I just want to discuss that, make sure everybody still continue to stay safe. Any information you want to find on this crisis going on, you can find at cdc.gov. That is cdc.gov, not .com. The official site is .gov. Uh, Any information, you want to find out about what's going on, what's happening, upcoming uh, events. So far as when they do really decide to open everything up, uh, what cities, what states will be doing, what places they'll probably be considering. So uh, any official news you want on the crisis, you can find it at cdc.gov. Uh, but also, like I always say, you want to treat this issue like like I like somebody always like I heard before. You want to treat it like you already have it so you want to continue to take all precautions so far as staying safe if they do open these places up make sure you're staying safe and still taking these precautions so far as washing your hands uh wherever you go like i always say if you like to go a lot of places make sure you you washing your hands consistently uh just continue to be safe out there folks uh because the one of the biggest health and wellness benefits is making sure you're staying safe staying healthy uh and that's that's your mind and your body so you want to make sure you're doing all those things um and like always i want to thank though all of those who are out there listening and supporting this no competition no competitive movements we are trying to bring some big things to the world reach everyone we can with this health and wellness segment the world has already woke up to a better eating habits we are just here to make it inexpensive and keep you consistent uh like I said before anytime you want to find any information I post it'll most likely be on my social media sites one which is Facebook at no comp 10 the other is Instagram at no comp uh if you ever needed a if you can't find it just with the no comp it's no competition no competitors you just type that out and I'm sure you'll find it once you start typing out a little bit more uh for all the episodes, if you ever want to find an episode, you can find that no com. Once again, that is no So, you know, everybody go out, there you go, know, tell somebody to tell somebody, let somebody know, let somebody else know. Y'all know how to word of mouth travel. So, I'm going to need you to go tell your people so they can tell their people. So that way we can make this no comp podcast the number one podcast. On Podomatic, and we could do that by you helping out. So go check out the page, comment what you like, what you don't like. It don't matter. You know I saying. as long as you go give your word, I'll try my best to reach back out. You know if you got if you just say it, I'll try to reply back. So let's go ahead and make this podcast number one, and we can do it. Let's go.